Happy New Year and welcome to Free Trails Rollout of the 2023 Trail Runner of the Year Award presented by Ketone IQ. I'm your host, Dylan Bowman, and for the first 10 days of 2024, we will be counting down the top 10 trail athletes in the world for both men and women, as was voted on by a thousand trail running fans from around the world. Together with the athletes, we recount their seasons, contemplate highs and lows, meditate on some learnings, and look ahead to their goals for the future. As I said, Trail Runner of the Year is presented by Ketone IQ, the game-changing ketone supplement that is taking the endurance world by storm. You'll hear more from them later, but please visit the show notes for a link you can use for 30% off your first subscription of this amazing product. It's hvmn.com forward slash free trail 30. And again, that link is in the show notes. Today, we're joined by the number 10 trail runners of the year, Anthony Castales from Salt Lake City, Utah, and Blandine LaHirondelle from France. Anthony had a huge win and course record at Black Canyon to start the year, a third place podium performance at Western States, and another third place to end the season at Ultra Trail Cape Town. Blandine raced seven times, earning four wins, showcasing her versatility with a top five at Zagama and a top three at UTMB in the same season. Remarkable range from this great French former world champion. The countdown begins now. Anthony, then Blandine. See you again tomorrow with number nine. Anthony Costales, welcome back to the program, buddy. Good to see you. Congratulations, 10th place, trial runner of the year. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Thanks, Debo, for uh, having me on. It's a pleasure. So, uh, at least a trio of spectacular podiums this year, maybe before we get into the details and have you reminisce for our listening audience here, how are you feeling about the, the season in context here as we approach the end of the year? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was one of those things where 2021 was okay. It was like a solid, solid year, but, um, it's cool to, or not 2021, sorry, 2022. And, you know, like, yeah, I think it's a really cool spot I'm in on having a good season. And um, it's cool to kind of jump ship back to running good again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the, this is the, your best season sort of as a trail athlete. Does, does it feel that way to you now? Like, as you look back at the season that was, does it feel like this was the year that Anthony Costales had his breakthrough? Um, I mean, I feel like I've had a lot of breakthrough races. I just, uh, I was telling this, someone the other day like i just felt like everyone i kind of had did really well this year was very high media attention and yeah. pretty good competition so it kind of just shows a lot more than maybe just a really good performance that is at maybe a little bit more low-key of an event yeah yeah it's interesting well congratulations so let's let's start uh talking about those things in particular in specific and maybe we let's start with the the most recent running because it's probably freshest in your memory your awesome third place finish to close the season at ultra trail cape town just a couple of weeks ago brought yeah like i said brought home a th solid third place why don't you just uh tell the tell the listeners about it how did you how did it feel and how did the race uh put a, a you know an exclamation point on the season man uh cape town that's the that's the place to go if anybody's looking for some overseas race like i can't say there's so many good things we could say about it it's such a long list uh starting with uh Stu, the race director just is really just like between community driven and like when he talks about really trying to make it a world-class race for the elites, he's like, 
he's making it happen, not just asking for it, asking for it to happen. And, um, yeah, it was just such a cool experience. Amazing scenery, um, throughout the whole day. I mean, the hardest thing was just getting my butt kicked by, uh, Dimitri and, um, but in a good way, it was fun, uh, being right behind my buddy, Caleb Olson, uh, who snagged up second place as well. So do you feel good about the performance? Was it, was it solid or did you feel like you left them on the table? It was solid. I just like, I started to have a pretty hard day. Like Cape Town's rough. It's uh, it's rough. It's, uh, it's, it's like it's Black Canyon like, in that like you look at the course profile and you're like, ah, you know, like mm-hmm. this can't be that tough. And then I think it just chews people up. Yeah, I think I, we all know it's like technical and there's like some scrambling parts and the scrambling parts is, isn't the hard part of the race. It's just, it's like, it's technicality just never stops. There's never like, oh, sweet. We got like, five miles is just like smooth run. And it's like, you're always needing to be focused on like a little bit of technical terrain, like the whole day. And, um, yeah, it was just, it just was a hard, it's just a hard race in general. And, um, yeah, it was, a uh, definitely, I think like, uh, not the worst out of the three races you're, you're going to mention, but, um, it was still a good performance and kind of gutted through like a hard day from pretty early on out. Yeah. You just mentioned your buddy, Caleb, maybe say a few words about him or more generally what you guys have going on in Salt Lake city right now, because it feels like you guys are each pushing, pushing each other to new heights in your careers. Yeah. Caleb, a super good guy. Um, yeah, we trained like a fair amount together. And, uh, before this race, we actually got on like quite a few one, quite a few, uh, bigger, um, runs together. Um, yeah, he's just starting to break out a little bit more himself. Again, I think like he's been a pretty good runner for a while, but he's hidden some on a little bit more media coverage. Yeah. Um, big races like Grindstone and uh, Lake Sonoma this uh, past year. And um, I was like just really excited at the end. If, like you kind of watch like the clip of me coming in to finish. Uh, like it wasn't so much because of my performance. It was because of his. I was like, he nailed it at the world stage. Like, no one's going to not think he's like a big player now. And I was just stoked for him. Yeah. I don't think I saw the clip, but I saw a couple of photographs of you guys in a big embrace. And it was like, that's what it's all about, man. Teamwork, mm-hmm. being happy for your buddy, even when he beats you by a little bit down there and came down. So <laughs> it's awesome yeah. stuff. And yeah, I want to get Caleb on the show here soon, but awesome season from him too. All right. So let's yeah. rewind the clock to clock too, because this is the time of year when People just like their short-term memory kicks in. They can't quite remember what happened at Black Canyon, but dude, you absolutely slayed it there. One of the performances of the year, at least in North America, for sure. And hilariously and iconically, you did it wearing a Chico State singlet from your college days as an unsponsored runner. With some perspective, how are you feeling about that performance? Um, I mean, yeah, that was one of those days that like everything was just kind of clicking you kind of know it, you know, the course already, um, everything that's in your mind on how you want things to go is going that way, going in your favor. And, uh, yeah, just took advantage of it that day. Um, just had a great one out there with, uh, Tom where he just never let up and kind of made me run scared all the way to the finish. Um, and yeah, it was just a really special day, uh, just being out there and, uh, yeah, the no sponsor thing was kind of funny. Um, I think everybody acted like I was not a sponsored athlete for like ever, but it, it was like 
really i was only not sponsored for about a month hey you're <laughs> right point yeah, in two yeah. months so I just, it was kind of funny how that part blew up um i think that chico state jersey yeah definitely uh just made it that more noticeable <laughs> than anything it was so funny dude and it's funny mostly because those of us who know you and know your prowess and know your capabilities <clears throat> know that you know on any given day you can beat any person in the world and so you know to have you at one of North America's biggest races wearing a Chico state track singlet was mm -hmm. just kind of funny, but we'll get around to yeah. coming, uh, coming around to talking about, you know, how that changed later on in the season. But before we get to it, the important event that happened in between your re-sponsorship in that black Canyon race was an amazing podium performance at Western States. 1509, man, you absolutely slayed it. I think that's like 12th or 13th fastest time in the history of the race. And I remember at the track the day after the race, you told me something like, you know, I'm just happy. Like it makes me feel that I, you know, no matter the distance, no matter the type of race, I can finish on the podium. So maybe if there's anything you want to expand on there, anything you want to say about finishing on the podium at Western States, I'm sure you view that as one of the highlights, not only of the season, but of your career. Yeah, I think like I guess like what I was saying to you that day um, was kind of like what I was saying in the beginning of this episode was, you know, I feel like I've done some pretty good races or pretty raw performances, but it just doesn't quite get the attention. And I feel like it it could have if it was at like a race like Western. So, yeah, it was pretty like fortunate to go to Western the first time and kind of hit it pretty well, because um, as we all know, that's not the the case for most people um sometimes it's a little bit more of a learning experience and um yeah it, uh there was so many ups and downs i didn't know if it was going to go as well it was about halfway through and uh um by about i don't know my mile 90 i kind of knew i kind of had a good feeling third was in the bag and um yeah it was just a a big day out there with a bunch of college friends college coach my wife family and yeah it was a it lived up to all the hype that West Western is that we hear about. So did it feel like you proved something to yourself or like you proved something more broadly? Right. Cause to me, my interpretation was, it was like you feeling like to yourself, like, man, yeah, I can do this. You know, like there's no reason why I shouldn't put everything into it. You know, honestly, it was more broadly. I kind of felt like I could get that performance like <laughs> yes. maybe some years ago and maybe after Canyons 2021, right. I felt like that, could have happened. I also could have blew up like so many other people did that day. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I didn't get that chance. I got injured and, uh, that happened a couple, a lot of times I got, like had a chance at some of these like bigger races injuries has gotten in front of me, um, probably from like 2019 to 2021. So it was just finally nice to get to a big stage one feeling fresh, feeling like I'm ready to go. having nothing in the back of my mind. Like, Oh, I, something feels tweaked out. Like, how's this really going to go? Yeah. And, yeah. um, being able to perform, uh, on the day. Awesome. So you also told me there at the track that you had engaged an agent and I think he had been working on your behalf already at that point, there were some irons mm -hmm. in the fire, but it took a while until the announcement came that you had signed with Nike trail. So maybe talk about that process and what about, you know, this opportunity felt like it was the right next step for your career. Um, yeah, Nike, uh, 
it took a lot like it was like more like a contract signing thing took quite a bit like i think like after western like the deal was done like probably within like 30 days of there it's just uh there was a bunch of just legal department stuff like that to just <laughs> kind of just kept going and going and going which it wasn't it wasn't too big of a deal my next big race wasn't for a while anyways um but no we were in talks a little like lucy and i um my athlete manager at nike uh we actually talked a little bit before black canyon um she showed a little bit of interest like we didn't have anything formal um but it was cool that there was already interest before kind of the that performance even happened um and then kind of just kind of kept quiet and i was kind of at the point where around i'd say march april where i kind of didn't want a sponsorship going into western like i was like it just didn't feel right like switching into something right into a big event it almost felt like i'd be getting bought for it yep and i really want to get bought for the big race like I'd rather get bought for the performance after the race <laughs> is like kind of what it was. I can get behind that philosophy. Yeah. 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 So um, that's just kind of how I, I felt during that process. And the agent part is uh, uh, Josh Cox was my agent and um, just the way he goes about it. I, I talked to two agents and the way he kind of proposed how he works. I just kind of like this philosophy. Um, and it was just nice, like that whole time from Black Canyon all the way till I got signed. Like, I'd have questions and ask him, but I was never really stressed about the whole process. Yeah. I wasn't worried about following up on emails of athlete managers that told me something and then something didn't follow through over and over, which is kind of a common occurrence. Yep. Um, so it's kind of cool just having it all in his hands and being able to just train, be with my family, and uh, uh, concentrate on work as well. It strikes me as a really mature thing to do, you know, your teacher, your dad, your family man, your great athlete. It's like, let the professional take care of the negotiation. Like, you know, if he's, if he's good at his job, it'll be worth it for me too. So it's, it's an interesting yeah. thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like not a great negotiator. And I don't know. I feel like you and I are a little bit in the same boat. Like we've been around this stuff so long that like you and I know what it feels like like free shoes was like the thing <laughs> yeah. like, you know, 10 years ago sure and, was, yeah. and like, unless like you were like the top premier person in the world, not so much Tro, but like even roads, like it wasn't more than just shoes and maybe like a little bit of travel and things have evolved so much nowadays. Like I didn't really understand like really what I was even worth. Yeah. That's why I kind of wanted to get a professional in there as well. Interesting. So then bringing things full circle, you just mentioned that you knew you didn't have another big race for a little while after Western States. And I wanted to ask you about that. Like to what extent waiting until December to race again was intentional with, at Ultra Trail Cape Town or did you pull something out in between? How did that play out? Um, it was pretty intentional because I mean, Nike wasn't guaranteed um, until, you know, like probably mid-September. Um, so honestly, I didn't have the, I just couldn't like financially just want to keep yeah. going to more and more big races as awesome as she, how many yeah, yeah. could have maybe sounded this year. Like um, there's a financial cost of all this. Yeah. Um, and Ultra Trail Cape Town and CIM was kind of the idea. I didn't know which one at the time. Um, and then it, after just a little bit of time, I just kind of seemed like Cape Town. I had the chance of it once Nike started to develop, um, was funded for it. Um, my Thanksgiving break lined up with it. It just seemed like 
the right move to make. Yeah. Um, the only thing I did pull out of was uh, Mammoth. What was it? The, no, oh, I did pull it. So Mammoth was, I did have a knee, little knee thing after injury or after Western, and it wasn't going away yeah. in time. So I pulled out of that. I was ready to go for um, the the other one in California, uh, Big Bear, the uh, Kodiak. Yeah, I was going to do the Kodiak 50K just for fun. I just knew it was a stacked race. Everybody was trying to get their like OCC yeah, their qualification. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't really care about that at all. I just saw like a, I just knew a good list was there, so yeah. I was like, that sounds fun. Yeah, and again, it was it was on my fall break, but um, I actually took a big fall that week, um, leading into it, and like um messed up my wrist and my knee was kind of flared up so i just kind of decided to step back and pull the plug on it yeah well yeah i was just curious about that i mean it felt to me just looking at your season with that opening 50k at arches and then that huge course record w at black canyon and the podium at western states he deserved a little rest and it you know it, it struck me as potentially a smart mature move to then take a little bit of a break before teeing up another one at the end of the year and uh yeah i i, I didn't want to go to mammoth trail fest uh not 100 percent. yeah no I, I way need, I, I don't need no Remy <laughs> Bonet. Yeah. Um, you don't need humble I'll, pie I'll, that I'll, much huh yeah. yeah i don't need i'll need it that much yeah. <laughs> um so maybe starting to wind down here i'm to the extent you feel comfortable sharing any uh goals that you have for 2024 i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of new anthony castales fans out there after such an amazing season where can people expect to see you racing next year um i'm gonna do a few races i've done before i'm gonna try to do a a way too cool chucking um 50k double which uh they're two weeks apart two similar races and they're they're just pretty fun so i'm gonna as long as uh I'm feeling okay after way too cool. I'm going to try to double back on chucking up two weeks later, um, which are two great races. Uh, and then I'm going to try to try to go out to Lake Sonoma, a uh, 50 miler. Um, I've had that one in plans for quite a while and it's thought about, or was going to do it. Wasn't going to do it. Been injured, COVID, all the types of stuff. Um, it's kind of fortunate this year. I don't need any kind of qualification um, to get into it a race I want to get into. So kind of taking advantage of that part right now. And then, um, yeah, after Lake Sonoma, uh, signed up for Western States again. Um, didn't think I was going to do that, but just a little tickle of me just like felt like I got a little bit of it wrong and I want to get it right. So going to go, go try it one more time. And, um, yeah, the last thing, if, if everything's going well after that, like CCC is kind of the other idea I'm kind of floating towards the end of the year. Makes a lot of sense. What an awesome calendar. I've been asking everybody the same closing question here, Anthony, and that is just to give kudos or some sort of, you know, recognition to an individual in your life who exists behind the scenes, who has a significant impact on the successes that you experience this year. Um, I always say it. It's uh, my wife, Katie. She like, kind of helps me do this uh um day in and day out she's a kind of that crew captain as well um um and she does a great job on just keeping me calm through the whole race and getting me through has got me through every single race uh she's ever um helped me out with um so yeah she's the one behind the scenes uh making me a little bit better always making sure i don't get sick always by beating me 
vitamins and good foods and things I don't want to eat. So, um, yeah, she's that person behind the scenes that makes the big difference. Does Piper understand that dad's a big rock star now? Uh, she's starting to <laughs> understand like finishing and stuff like that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, definitely more than the first time you guys saw her in, uh, yeah. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of getting funny. Like she'll, she'll see a finish to a race and make data, data win. And I'm like, not, not, not always. <laughs> not <laughs> always. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> lesson. Not. That's a good lesson, good lesson, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anthony, congrats on an awesome season, buddy. It's been awesome to watch your rise in the sport. It's awesome to see you get the support of Nike and I can't wait to see what you do next year. All right. Thanks, Zebo, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Trail Run of the Year is presented by Ketone IQ, the groundbreaking endurance nutrition product that is taking the world by storm. Scientifically proven to support endurance and recovery, Ketone IQ is trusted by some of the world's top performers, from Navy SEALs and Tour de France cyclists to pro athletes across all major sports, including now many of the world's best trail runners. I use Ketone IQ daily in my training and during my working hours, often right before recording podcasts or basically anytime I need to be on my A game because that's what this is. Ketone IQ is A game juice. There's a bunch of research on their website, but a couple important stats to leave you with here. Ketone supplementation has been shown to lead to a 7% improvement in cognitive performance. They're 28% more efficient sources of energy than glucose, which you find in most energy gel products. And finally, ketones have been shown to produce a 2% improvement in endurance. You can find references to this literature again on their website. These are huge numbers that the sporting world is starting to wake up to. Ketone IQ is on the cutting edge. This is the future of sports nutrition. Take advantage by visiting hvmn.com forward slash free trail 30 for 30% off a subscription. hvmn.com forward slash free trail 30. Landine Lahirondel, bonjour. Happy new year. Congratulations on being number 10 trail runner of the year. Hey, hello. Uh, happy new year. Yes, it's uh, in two days, but uh, uh, we can we can say that uh, before. And thank you very much for uh, I'm very, uh, uh, very happy to be the 10th the um, uh, ultra trailer uh, under a year. Thank you very much. Yes. How are you feeling at the end of the season? Are you in off season mode? And uh, how are you feeling about your performances this year? Well, I'm feeling good, better than uh, than uh, two than two months ago because uh, uh, as you know uh, I had an injury of uh, in my in my foot so I need to to get to to stop uh, training uh, during uh, uh, one month and uh, uh, it's uh, one month I I begin again with a, a bicycle and uh, today it was my first uh, skiing uh, so well I. I'm I'm happy to to have a a little uh, training. It's good for for uh, the mental health and uh, and physical uh, physical health. So I'm good. Good, good. So tell me a little bit more about your injury. The thing that I'm I'm interested in is that you posted that Thibaut Garivier was your doctor and is in some way supporting your recovery from this injury. Thibaut Garivier, of course, another great French trail runner. So tell us uh, about your guys' relationship and whether it's helpful to have his support in the recovery process. Yes, uh, Thibaut Garivde uh, find my injury because uh, it was a, a, um, a bones uh, foot injury. 
and uh, it was difficult to to diagnostic uh, it. And uh, fortunately, Bogarivier is a, a very very good uh, doctor, a radiologist. Uh, I'm uh, I'm doctor too, but I am gynecologist, so it's uh, it doesn't uh, help for uh, for uh, traumatism and uh, and uh, and sports uh, injury. And uh, I I ever uh, been uh, because we are both uh, med doctors, and I ever uh, been. Uh, in uh, French team during championships, uh, I know I know Thibault. Uh, I appreciate it's a very great uh, person as a doctor, but as an athlete. And uh, yes, it's uh, uh, it's a chance for me to be very well uh, um, for um, having advice, uh, good advice as uh, as Thibault. And uh, it's uh, yes, I think it's uh, it's a chance. We have a proximity, and I I can um, ask him uh, a lot of things, and he's always uh, here for uh, answers. So it's good. Very good, very good. So one of the things that I think makes you unique is your range. And this season, you were top five at Zagama and also at the podium of UTMB. I know you like to race cross country, also. So I'd love to hear you talk about the just the diversity of your running and where you see your strengths at this moment in time, and if that changed at all here in 2023 as you uh, stepped up to the hundred mile distance for the first time. Yes, I I always uh, have a um, difficult uh, for uh, the choice, <laughs> and I love uh, running, but I love running fast, and I and I love running uh, longer, so. Um, of the beginning of the years, uh, the best uh, training uh, I, the, I think uh, to work on the uh, velo velocity, the the speed, uh, it's a great training for all the seasons. So I did uh, I did training for being faster, and uh, uh, I began I began with the cross country. Uh, it was a a success, so I was very happy. And after Zegama, it was a great and amazing race. Uh, and uh, during the season, I um, I did some uh, longer training and longer uh, race as a uh, UTMB, and uh, I uh, I had a lot of pleasure and uh, uh, on the ultra trail too. So it's difficult for me to to try to to choice. And I think uh, it's effectively it's my uh, strength. Uh, but um, it's not uh, always uh, uh, better. And uh, uh, as you know, uh, the, uh, athlete life, it's not uh, always uh, on the top. And unfortunately, because I, I run a lot uh, these years, uh, I think I had uh, my my stress fracture. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a stress fracture. At the end of the season, because because of it of this, so I think this years I will not prepare me. I will not uh, uh, doing uh, uh, faster and uh, uh, races uh, as uh, um, as cross country or marathon. I think I will uh, I I will uh, focus on the ultra trail mm. or uh, European Championships. Uh, as a uh, 60 kilometers uh, mm. and i and i will do uh, this uh, 
during this winter more than uh, bicycle or skiing mm. to preserve mm. me a little bit. Yeah, great. So tell us a little bit about your first 100-mile experience at UTMB. Obviously, it's the biggest, most important 100-mile race in the world. And you finished third place in your first try. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it was a real uh, um, surprise. Uh, when I began, began it, I didn't have a... Uh, I didn't have expected. I didn't have um, goals. I just uh, uh, would like to finish it. Uh, and uh, the third place was, uh, yes, a, a real surprise. And uh, another surprise, it's I, I liked it. I didn't, before racing, I didn't know if I like uh, your Tatra. It's uh, particular. Everybody told me you will, uh, you, you will have a, uh, uh, up and down and the down could be very, very long. So you, you must be pre prepared. And um, for me, it was, uh, I love the down. I love the up uh, i had pleasure uh, not during all the 24 hours and 20 minutes but uh, i love this experience um so that's uh, that's so funny <laughs> so funny that you're just surprised that you loved it surprised that you yes. enjoyed it and of course it's not always enjoyable not every kilometer is going to be positive but in totality what a powerful experience and what a great performance for you you're one of very few people now who've been on the finals or on the podium of all three of the utmb finals of course you've won occ ccc now you were third at utmb has that been a goal for you well, no, it wasn't the goal. For, uh, uh, yes, the, the better things uh, was to win OCC and TCC, and after win UTMB. <laughs> no, it's a joke because winning UTMB is very, very difficult. But uh, it wasn't a, uh, a goal. But uh, as I said, uh, a very great surprise. Uh, and uh, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, amazing. So we can start winding down now, Blandine, but I'd love to hear what your goals are for the future. You said that you may focus on the European Championships and maybe do mostly longer races next year. What does your season look like? Yeah, so for for doing to the European Championships, I need to be a um, select, selection selection. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the team, on the French team. So before it, I need to do the the national uh, championships, the French championships, uh, the seven um, of April. And uh, if I am on the two first, uh, I can uh, uh, be part of the of the French uh, team for the European championships. Mm -hmm. And uh, as mm -hmm. I said, uh, uh, as I love the UTMB, and I am. Uh, I have the chance to be selectioned uh, um, uh, thanks to my third place. Uh, I would like to to do a UTMB next year. Okay. <laughs> so maybe you'll be one of the small group of people who wins all three, but <laughs> that, that will be determined at a later date. Blandine, thank you so much for your time and congratulations. I've been asking everybody the same closing question and that is just to give thanks or recognition to somebody on your team who doesn't get enough credit, but who is very important to your success as an athlete. Yes. I would like to, uh, to recognize and to thanks my, um, 
my boyfriend's uh, boyfriend's uh, husband. <laughs> uh, his name is uh, Mathieu Bernard. Everybody uh, who know me in French know him because uh, he's uh, always here. Is uh, things uh, beginnings very very implicated in uh, in this. I think uh, it's him. Um, he he make me uh, discover sports because uh, uh, before I met him, I didn't practice sports and uh, him uh, uh, practice a lot. And uh, I I began uh, sports uh, thanks to him and thanks uh, this uh, the, the this beginning. He's always uh, uh, with me, always uh, uh, um, give me advice and uh, help me for uh, uh, the. Um, partner and the, the social media etc so uh, I and would like to uh, to thank him because he, he, he don't have the the great places and the shadow and me and the light and uh, I think it's not uh, easy every day so thanks to him that is amazing so he introduced you to sport and now you're a world champion yeah. and you've won OCC and CCC <laughs> Yeah. Wow, what a what a great story! Well, congratulations to you both. Uh, I know it is a, a team effort, but you've had an amazing career. You had another great season. Congratulations yeah. on everything that you've achieved. Good luck in the recovery from your injury, and we'll hope to thank see you in twenty twenty four. And and of course, I would like to to thanks uh, my team, uh, Keep Run uh, Women Team. Yep. Uh, the the running. Um, uh, the reigning uh, brand of uh, Decathlon. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a big group, a uh, big French group. And uh, yes, uh, it's a woman uh, team and they are always here uh, for me. And uh, there is a, a very, very good uh, uh, ambience. And uh, so I would like to thank uh, them too. Yeah, a very strong women's team. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. All right, Blandine. Well, again, congratulations. I hope the recovery from injury goes smoothly and I look forward to seeing even more success in 2024. Yeah, thank you very much. That's it for today. Tune back in tomorrow as the countdown continues for the 2023 Trail Runner of the Year presented by Ketone IQ. Speaking of which, don't forget, go get some ketones. HVMN.com forward slash free trail 30 for 30% off your subscription. Thanks so much to Ketone IQ for supporting the Trail Runner of the Year. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Bye.